hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Good late night, good early morning. It is approximately 1.30 a.m., February 2nd, Saturday morning. Why am I awake? <laughs> well, this is how it is, and this is how it's been for the last few days. I've had quite a bit of challenges getting to sleep. With that being said, I did wanted to just take a moment to just apologize to you all for being MIA for the last few days. I had to take some time to gather myself and reboot. I have been sick for the last few days as well. I came back last weekend from this really awesome seminar in Palm Springs. It was a nice getaway. I was able to attend the first half of the seminar on Saturday and then Sunday unfortunately I actually Saturday night I ended up getting a really bad eye infection it was horrible horrible uh, it was just really hard to stay you know um, stay asleep because my eye was in excruciating pain and it was just it was just a nightmare and I came back Sunday afternoon and it was so bad so bad I could not even stand the light I was photophobic I felt like if my kids opened the blinds I would melt like a vampire so (laughs) I had to recover from that and it was challenging because I had to you know try to get myself better because I had to drive my kids to school and um You know, I had to stare at a computer all day long and actually get work done. The first half of the week was not good because my eye was still recovering and I had to put my monitors on eye save mode. (laughs) I laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny then, but it was very, very awful. So I just wanted to check back with you guys because it's been quite a while and... 
you know, um, I will be honest, I've attempted to record quite a few episodes, but I could never really find myself to finish them. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had something good to bring to the table for this week. And so since we are starting a brand new weekend and a brand new month, it's always a good refresher. But every day is a good refresher, right? Uh, we try to stay positive. We go through things and things can, you know, sometimes things don't always go our way, but that's okay. We just keep pushing. So I wanted to kind of share how the last few weeks have been. Um, the last episode I recorded was on my birthday. I have officially turned 35. Yay, me. <laughs> and, um, a few days after that, my son turned 10. So I'm just like, wow, okay. You know, this year is going by pretty quick. And I'm literally watching the ticker on my countdown. Um, yes, I did, as a matter of fact, put a countdown for when my divorce is official. I was actually discussing this with a friend. And he was like, that's kind of funny how you have that. Because usually after you file the moment you file for divorce, that's usually when the relationship is over and um, the, the official like marital status is terminated. You know, usually people don't really honor that because they, um, you know, they do linger in that period because they're looking, you know, it, it's more for, um, you know, splitting the assets or, you know, possibly custody or things of that matter. I said, yeah, you're absolutely correct, but I think it's because it's not so much like, yay, I'm free. It's more so I can't believe I've gone six months and I cannot believe that I survived this. So that's where it's at. You know, that, that's how I'm feeling about it. And I'm very surprised of how fast things went. Sorry for the background noise. I'm actually gonna make myself a nice warm cup of non-decaffeinated non tea to help me kind of calm down. I should really be in bed right now. I have an early meeting tomorrow and um, I'm just wide awake right now. I, <laughs> it's okay though. But like I was saying, I was looking at this countdown and it went from six months. I totally remember coming into this apartment and just looking at how everything has changed and how I, I started here and I might have shared parts of my story on previous episodes of the show, but when I started here, when I started my journey six months ago or seven months ago, I literally left everything behind. Um, all my furniture, all I brought was clothes, my boys' furniture, and I had an unfurnished apartment downstairs and I had an air mattress upstairs. I did not even have a table to eat off of <laughs> and 
fast forward, everything has finally just come into place and everything has just, it's been great, you know? I mean, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some challenges and just very, very rough patches of this journey. There's been a lot of, um, you know, I, I've had moments where, you know, we've, we've cried and moments where we've broken down, but I will say that I feel very blessed. I feel great about, you know, how far, how far I've come. I feel great about how, you know, my children have been able to make it through without, you know, without breaking down. I'm so, so, so proud of them. And if I sound a little bit funny, I do apologize. My wisdom tooth is actually bothering me, so it's a little bit swollen, and I've noticed that I'm kind of slurring my words a bit. I promise you I'm not drunk. But, <laughs> so, you know, this journey has been great. It's been lot of valuable lessons there's been a lot of valuable lessons that I've learned and, um, I, and a part of it I've been trying to you know keep my kids as positive as they possibly can be even though it can get tough and yeah it's just I can't even begin to describe you know um, I am feeling a bit I get mixed emotions sometimes. You know, um, I've touched base on a lot of topics in this show. I know. I've touched base on divorce. I've touched base on, you know, the methamphetamine abuse and being in that situation. I've touched base on, you know, um, narcissist abuse. I've touched base on, you know, a lot of childhood and adolescent, um, you know, narcissist abuse that I've encountered you know, in my past from my family and my, you know, just my mother. So I realize that I do not have that picture perfect life, but I'm okay with that because I know that I will have the opportunity to help somebody else out. See, there we go again. I actually almost bit my cheek, so I'm doing the whole slurring again. So I do apologize, my friends. So I'm mixing my honey into my lavender tea. I was hoping I still had some of that green tea matcha, but unfortunately I ran out. But it's okay. I'll settle for this. So it will be one of those late night chats again. Mm, okay. But, you know, I have touched base on a lot of things and I realize, wow, I'm on my, I'm close to like, you know, 50 episodes and it's been a long journey and I know that I'm not done with it yet. There's a lot of thoughts that cross my mind, which I do want to share with you guys and I do want you guys to know that it's totally normal to have these feelings. It's totally normal to, you know, kind of 
backtrack with your feelings, but don't stay there. Don't stay in those negative feelings. Don't have those negative thoughts and don't let them eat you up. Uh, you know, it's crazy how, how it really works out. Um, you know, I'll tell, I'll share with you guys. So, you know, I'll have to be brutally honest, you know, for my birthday, I was a little bit sad because this was my first, it's the first everything. I mean, as far as divorce, when you have your first of, let's say, for example, when you have your first Christmas, the holidays and everything, and, uh, you know, we've talked about that, and I really don't want to revisit that, but that was the hardest. That was by far the hardest holiday, and then now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm like, wow, my birthday. Usually, uh, you know, the family will, will do Disneyland, and... You know what I mean? It's like my kids are so used to having so much family by, you know, around them on both sides. And now it's just like, you know, they're at that point where they're saying, hey, can it just be us? Because they're so, you know, they're so over just all the emotions and, you know what I mean? The the fights and the arguments and things like that. And I found that every single time that, you know, their father will contact them and I ask even the simplest questions, they get very stressed out because they feel like they're being put in the middle. So, you know, I, I've learned to back off. I don't ask anymore. I just, you know, I'm just making sure that they're, you know, they're not getting upset. You know, I just stay quiet. And um, the no contact has definitely helped. I'm not even sure what's going on. As I mentioned, uh, I did do the no contact because I didn't, I just, I didn't want any more negativity. And, you know, truly when you cut things that, you know, upset you out of your life, it will make your life so much better. And um, sometimes though, it's like, you know, if you have, I, I don't want to say snake, because then that's going to be bad mouthing. You know, it's going to sound like I'm bad mouthing, but What I want to say is like, if you have something that is causing you pain, you have to remove it so you can heal. You will not be able to heal while that person is still causing you pain. And that's when you have to make that decision. It's hard and the healing process is not easy. You don't heal right away. It's a process. So it's like the moment you start the no contact, that's when you're like, okay, then you start, I mean, those people are not even talking to you and you'll get these different flashbacks and memories and then you get really upset and you start crying and, you know, it just, it's a big emotional, like, explosion. So that's what happened after I did the no contact. I tried my best to not really think about things, but sometimes you have to allow yourself to feel and accept the feelings. So the last few weeks after I did the no contact, I did have that awful text message, but I did not engage in it as much as possible. I tried not to. I did join this Facebook group. It's basically for healing um, or recovering, those recovering from narcissistic abuse. But this is daughters from mothers. 
so narcissistic mothers who have abused their daughters. I actually um, went into this uh, Facebook forum and it's been very helpful. However, you have to be very careful with these because, you know, um, sometimes, you know, when we do, it's always good to look at other people's, um, you know, to see that there's somebody else that's going through it. But sometimes that's also adding negativity. So we have to be very careful with what we're allowing into our, into our, you know, our mind. And so, uh, I did join that group just to kind of give me that, you know, I guess you could say validation and reassurance that I'm not alone. And a lot of the things that I'm feeling are, you know, are actually like there's others that are going through the same thing and people I've noticed in that group have been sharing like, you know, they'll screenshot text messages and things like that and, you know, they'll give each other suggestions but of course you still have the negative Nancys in there that are going to, you know, say, well, you know, all the profanity and all that stuff but, you know, it's good to know that there's people that are like upset for you but, (laughs) you know, you don't want to get too tied up in that whole negativity and you really should try to proceed forward with your life. I really believe that the best way to heal from anything is being productive and finding a purposeful meaning in your life. And, um, you know, but that's when you're ready. It's okay. It's okay to get that type of support if needed. But I accepted that. I accepted what I was, what I needed to recover from. And I accepted how things are because even in that support group, many of them say, and it's very sad because there's women who are much older that are going, are still going through this, that are still feeling horrible. And I look at some of the pictures of these people on Facebook and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want to be this way. You know, a lot of them seem to be very broken and very unhappy still. And it's so sad. You know, we have to really push ourselves to move forward. You know, it's okay to look at certain things and, you know, you're you're like, okay. Like a lot of us that look up narcissists, we're like, wow that's what I was going through or and one thing I had mentioned and you'll see this in other videos on YouTube that talk about narcissist abuse they'll tell you don't get caught up in trying to expose the narcissist of their behaviors it's only going to break you this is basically for your own knowledge this is for you to get better this is for you to seek help this is for you to understand that you were in that type of abuse so you know how to fix things for yourself. You're not going to fix things by trying to expose somebody of their, their characteristics and say, okay, well, this person's a narcissist. Only those who have gone through that type of abuse will understand where you're coming from. Only those who know what it's like to be gaslighted will understand where you're coming from. Because when you talk to somebody who has not been exposed to this type of abuse, 
they have no idea. And if they're talking to your abuser, they're going to, you know, be sucked into the manipulation. They're going to be sucked into that smear campaign. And you're going to end up looking like the bad guy. Been there, done that. So, you know, after going through a great deal of emotional roller coasters, I'm roller coastered out. This is when I figured enough is enough. I need to focus on me. I need to focus on my children and I need to focus on my happiness. Because no matter what I say, and it doesn't matter, because even in a normal relationship, if you look at why a marriage didn't, didn't work, many people will try to push you back into, oh yeah, try to work it out. You know, you will know when you're done. You will know when it's time for you to tap out. And nobody should ever force you into a cage that you are not comfortable in being. Or being in. Sorry. So that's what I have to say about that. It's your life. It's your happiness. So whether or not somebody tells you you are wrong for what you did, so you need to right your wrongs, you need to right your wrongs by pushing yourself to be unhappy and then in turn making the other person unhappy because you guys are two miserable idiots together. I say idiots because anybody who is unhappy and stays in a relationship just for the sake of doing so. I mean, I get it. Some of us feel that we don't have a way out. I'm not talking about you guys, but I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about, you know, those that are just like, okay, well, we hate each other, but, you know, let's just stay together. And maybe I'm biased because that's how my ex-husband felt. He would repeatedly say, what, were we supposed to be happy all the time? If you have that, if you have that thought in your head or that mentality, I'm, I apologize. That's very inappropriate of me to say and insensitive to call somebody an idiot for that. But I think that is a very foolish way of thinking. You have to be selfish. You have to be happy. If you're not happy, then why are you going to force another person to be unhappy? It just doesn't make any sense. Why? Just so you could say that, oh, we have a complete unit that did not separate. And, you know, the thing is, when you actually separate from somebody like this, they always accuse you of breaking your vows and breaking your family and putting the children through it. I have been asked many times... Do you think your children are happy? Well, I can say this. Maybe they're not happy now. They're not 100% happy, but I have definitely noticed a change in them since me and their father split. I have definitely noticed a change in, you know, they're, they're not as guarded. And, you know, I have been accused of slandering and bad-mouthing you know, their father, but I can, I can definitely look myself in the eye and say, no, that's not right. You know, I always tell them, Hey, you know, don't talk about your father like that. That's your dad. But they were in that house and they're old enough to make their own determination. I was told 
You need to listen to your children. I listen to my children every day. And they are not happy with him. I didn't push them to not be happy with them. But, you know, I do encourage them. Hey, that's still your father. Hey, call him. Hey, text message him. You know? But as much as possible, I try to stay out of it because I don't want to be blamed for anything anymore. I'm always getting blamed for everything. And if you're in my shoes, just get used to it. You're going to get blamed for everything. You might as well just own it now. (laughs) I promise you, you'll feel so much better after you just own it. If anybody, like, tells you, yeah, this is all your fault, just give them a toast with your, as I'm drinking my tea right now, toast, yeah, okay, toast to that. Everything's my fault. And you wear, you go on your merry little way. So that's where we were at. A lot of blaming. Listen to your children. This, this, and that. And I will say that I went back and forth. And I was thinking to myself, am I doing the right thing? Are my kids truly happy? And I find myself asking them, am I okay, boys? Are you guys mad at me? They look at me funny. Why do you ask me that, Mom? (sighs) As a parent, you always ask yourself if you're doing the right thing. You always question yourself. And it's like we beat ourselves up so much trying to find a way and do the right thing. And it's been, it's been difficult. But you just let it go and you just allow the universe or God to take over. That's where I've been as well the last few weeks where I'm just like, God, I'm going to give this to you because I just can't do it anymore or I'm lost. I want to make sure that I make the correct choice. Or the best choice. And I usually have, find myself in a direction that I never thought I would be in. I know, it sounds a little cliche, but try it. Definitely try it. You know, I always have said, whenever I hit rock bottom, I've always found myself like, Falling back into my faith, which is bad, but I'm working on that. Even though things are not as bad now, I wake up every morning feeling grateful and, you know, praying. Praying just to pray. Not praying because I I need help, but praying to pray. Meditating. Getting in tune with my own spiritual needs. Getting in tune with my body. Getting in tune with my mind. And it's helped. It's helped me become a little bit healthier each time I do it. It's helped me to overcome any emotional challenges. I've recommended smudging. I've recommended healing crystals. And perhaps they may not work for everybody. Perhaps they may not be for you. 
But it's something that I would say if you are going through some troubled times right now and it's hard for you to get out of that emotional or mental rut, I truly recommend it. I truly recommend trying something different that you have never tried before. I'm going to give you guys all a challenge. For those that are out of the situation and for those that are in the situation, this, I want you to focus on what you want. Please, try to come up with your own goals, not goals that are attached to your spouses or your ex-spouses or anybody else that you're with. I want you to focus on your goals and your children, a life with your children. Or if you have no children, a life on your own. Do you want to travel? How would you want your life to be? What's going to give you peace? Ask yourself, what will give you peace? What will make you happy? Do things that you've never tried before. Put yourself out there. Put yourself in a very uncomfortable spot. I know. I know. Being in these situations, we've been put in many uncomfortable spots. But we were put in uncomfortable spots by other people and by circumstance. I found that when you have that full self-awareness and you are getting to know yourself and you're actually realizing things that need improvement within yourself and you make that decision to change them and by making those decisions you end up putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation because you know it's going to be helping you grow that's when you'll that's when you're truly going to flourish because you are changing and putting yourself in an uncomfortable spot because you know while you are in a good state of mind rather than if you were in a very depressive state of mind you wouldn't really have the resources or the mental capacity to navigate your way through problems and that's how you exercise that mentality that's how you exercise having a more positive and radiant mentality and you generate positive energy this is where you have to really distinguish what situations you're going to put yourself in what's a healthy situation what's an unhealthy situation what's going to be worth you know think of your mind as as your body for example i like to use the example of you know let's say for example you've been exercising your mind your mind is just looking so sexy your mentality is looking so sexy and you feel great about it because you've been exercising it and you know it's like you've gotten stronger it's like you know if you were able to if your mind was your body you were able to do dips with that mind like no problem you're able to you know <laughs> run 5 miles with that mind no problem all the hard work that you put in now you have to be very very particular and very very picky with what you allow into that mentality for example after you've you've established like a good fitness um, program for yourself where you've been regularly exercising lifting weights doing yoga you know doing crossfit or what have you would you eat 
a huge chocolate cake by yourself? Absolutely not. You're going to be very picky with what you're going to eat clean. And that is how this works. If you know that something is going to be bad for you, don't intake it mentally. If you know that it's going to be good for you, take it all in. This is part of self-care. It's the mentality, your mental health, your spiritual health. It's very important. Even if you exercise, that's a good part of it. Physically is good, but your mental state of mind is very important. And that's what I've learned these last few days. Through meditation, I do sleep hypnosis um, through YouTube. I smudge. I, I pray. I meditate like while I'm at work. I've quit smoking the last six months. I've mentioned that. I don't take anything. I actually don't drink, you know, even socially anymore. Um, I used to vape. I no longer vape. I could be a little bit more active with, with exercising, which I will get into soon. But I've also been going back into my business and getting in tune with the material. I know that I've very quickly touch base on, excuse me, what I do. So aside from being a nurse that reviews skilled nursing cases, I am also a financial literacy campaigner. I'm all about financial education. I started doing this about six years ago with my ex-husband. And from them, the company has definitely evolved. And it's still innovating. And what I love about this company is it forces you into personal growth. There's definitely a really great um, you know, opportunity to help others. And that's why I embrace it so much. So I did go to that seminar on uh, in Palm Springs, and it's definitely like opened my eyes and just helped out. So I, I, I decided to make decisions. There's going to be a lot of traveling in the future. I'll be traveling to Northern California and then over the summer in Dallas. And being a single mom, this is going to be tough. You know, I realize how much I'm juggling. I'm juggling working, I'm juggling household chores, I'm juggling homework, I'm juggling taking them to school, I'm juggling being there emotionally for them, I'm juggling paying bills, I'm juggling, it's so much, it's so much. The finances and everything, and like I had mentioned previously, I became a student of now, trying to figure out how to manage my finances. Because like I said, my friends, divorce is not one of those things where it's going to be easy. It gets ugly. And then you find unexpected expenses that you're going to have to pay for. And, you know, it's like if you give up, you'll drown. 
you got to find a way. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't want to struggle because I've struggled. I didn't struggle to the point where I was like scrummaging and completely, where I was completely miserable, where we're starving and I don't have enough money for rent. It's not that bad. However, I did get unexpected costs that I had to pay for that still has to do with my previous living situation when I was married. And I have no choice but to fork that stuff up out because I was still technically married to him or living in that, in that resident during those times. <sighs> so, it, you know, it's frustrating and, you know, I could get upset. I could seek revenge. I could do all of these things, but I'm tired. And so I said, you know what? I would rather deal with financial headache than emotional because once I pay it financially, I'm good. So I decided that I was going to find my place. I'm so blessed. I have a group of people that I work with that are very supportive. And I know that this year is going to be great. I'm scared because I have no idea how I'm going to balance this out. And my children, you know, here's the bright side of it. My children have never been on a plane. My children, during these times that I was building this business with my husband, ex-husband, my children were always left behind either at my sister's or my mom's. And even though I see my children every day, I find that even like when I have them the whole weekend, I sometimes miss them when they're in school. It's crazy. I know. It's weird. But even during the times that they were at my mom's during Christmas when there were still talking terms, I miss them. And I was ready to pick them up as soon as possible. Because they're my babies. Because they're my little companions. Because they are the ones that help me get through the day as I help them get through the day. But we laugh together. We discuss our goals together. They remind me of things that I'm supposed to do. They tell me, hey, why don't you try this for your business? Or, you know, mommy, remember we have to do this. And whenever we get discouraged... Um, actually my boyfriend had, um, had a fallout and, um, he was kind of down and, you know, he was very upset and my son said to him, you know, if you focus on one bad thing, you might miss the rest of your goals. It's probably better for you to look at your goals and then you'll get through it. I was like, Wow. These are the times where I'm like, okay, I might be screwing up on certain areas, but at least I know that I'm doing something right. And your children are watching you. So this is when I made my decision that I want to do something purposeful, that I want to be able to provide more for my children. I want to be able to not just provide 
the financial security, not just to provide, you know, the necessities, but I want to provide them life lessons. I want to provide them great memories. I, you know, they've already been through so much bad memories. I want them to remember good ones. I want them to travel with me and I would like them to really enjoy life. I don't want them to think that life is about stress and turmoil. I want them to know that there's so much more to life, that life is beautiful, that life is a gift. I want them to know that, you know, even if things get scary, we just swallow our we just swallow our fears and just go for it. And we just make it happen. Because what could possibly go wrong? Even if we don't hit what we want to hit, we reach for the stars and we'll hit the moon. Whatever that is. And I can promise you guys that we are going to have a whole new cherry I know I might probably go back and get, you know, there's, there might be some times where I'm going to feel very sad about certain things, but you know, I will say we're going to get through this together. We're going to get through this together. And I really hope that you guys could build up your confidence. I really hope that this year is going to be great for you guys. I'm excited because I have so much in store for the next few months. I'm nervous. I, my goodness, my friends, I'm so nervous, but I am just ready to take this on. It's two o'clock in the morning. I've been talking for about 40 minutes now, but I'm just very excited. I, I just needed to get this out. I wanted to share it with all of you guys. And I really hope that you guys could feel what I'm feeling. If not now, then later on and I really hope that you guys could see that it does get better. I really hope that you guys could find the strength to just let go of the past and to understand that who you are now is not going to be who you are later. You're going to be a much more better and vibrant person. You're, if you feel that you've been, and I felt this way, if you feel that you've been filed down to a nub, I can promise you, you won't always feel that way. But you have to get up. Well, you know, I have a very early morning tomorrow. I'm so excited. I, I can't even explain. And... Even though I know that there are, there's probably going to be some, I have my doubts, but I'm not even trying to think about them right now. I'm really excited. I just want to get out there and I just want to make it happen. I want to get my feet wet. I want the experience. I want the failure. I want the hustle. I'm ready. <laughs> so I wish you guys all a very great weekend. And I'm excited to share with you guys how this weekend turned out. And I really hope to hear from you guys. So, you know, it's been a while. But for those who know of anybody who is going through 
some hard times, dealing with a narcissistic relationship or abuse, dealing with somebody that who, you know, that that has any type of, you know, substance abuse. For those that are going through some really hard times, please share this podcast with them. Share this podcast with them. And I really hope that I can help more people out there. I really do hope that you guys will find that strength in yourself and know that you are worth much more than you've thought you were worth or much more than anyone has made you feel about yourself. That's all I have for today. I'm very excited to talk to you guys soon. And uh, once again, thank you for listening. We'll get through this together. Be kind to yourself. Have a good night.